but that evolution, you know, there's no telos to it. No, it's um, embarrassing. It's an embarrassing, it's a metaphysical, it's a, it's a philosophical train wreck. Yeah. I was watching, there's this famous podcast. I've never watched one of the full episodes, but you know, he gets like 10 million views. So it's, it's, it's recommended on YouTube. Okay. They were talking about mathematical models to try to prove evolutionary theory and how they all fail, but they were still explaining why there's still truth to evolutionary theory. And I was thinking, and here you are, you guys are both literal mathematical geniuses, but they still, because their philosophy is so bankrupt, they can't see right in front of them that their own baseline philosophy for why we exist is completely flawed. Do they still try to find the meaning in that? And they can't. When I look at the state of the Catholic Church nowadays, and I look at a lot the state of conservative apologetics, let's call it, sort of mainline conservative, there is this, and there's this uh, desire on behalf of conservative Catholic apologists who are uh, seemingly of goodwill. They won't deny any of the dogmas, and they'll express that you know, transubstantiation is real and all these important aspects of the Apostles' Creed and so forth. But when it comes to evolution, they just can't help themselves but try to square that circle in order to appeal to the world. It goes against what you're saying here, this teleological end of the universe. It's almost, maybe yeah. I could say this, evolution is almost is almost uh, against the theology of the mass, if that makes sense. It is, because the whole Eucharist is the source of all truth on earth. Right. It is the fullness of being on earth. And it's the departure from the scholastic metaphysics Right. prior to the Reformation that enabled the Reformation and the degeneration in philosophy since then. So the fact that we're appalled to see how brainwashed people were in the last three years, to believe all the yeah. garbage they're being fed, yeah. and they can't critically think about things, is actually, we should have known that because there's a widespread acceptance of gay marriage and abortion. Clearly, yeah. Yeah. people have lost their minds. But before that, a widespread... <laughs> acceptation of evolution, which is yes. insane. It, it contradicts the principle of sufficient reason, which is one of four basic metaphysical principles, which there's no observed example of in all the history of mankind. And they talk about science. And yet this thing cannot be observed that there was ever something that came without a sufficient cause for itself. Evolution right. is not just metaphysically and philosophically insane. It's scientifically completely unsupported. And it's just mental. Why don't people understand that to get, you have a gerbil that one day gives birth to a rabbit. They'd say, no, 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 of course not. Yeah. It's gradual changes. Well, show me these freak animals made out of gradual changes where every yeah. single animal is perfect for its telos, for its niche, perfectly yeah. designed. We don't see any where if they had to gradually phase from one to the other, they would, they would be dead within days because they're unsuited to, to anything. And so if you say, well, it's not gradual changes, it's these sudden leaps, punctuated equilibrium or whatever. Well, that's just unsustainable yeah. because we can't imagine any species giving birth, never mind an ape giving birth to a rational creature. And I think you said in the video at just the same time that another one did to a female, or perhaps that wasn't your video. Yeah. Are we no really was, yeah. to believe that Adam and Eve, or whatever you they would want to call them, came independently or something just at the right time, or that there was a whole bunch of humans being born by apes and finally two met up it's 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 insane that and so yeah. the bible in fact is the fullness of truth and the more we understand the truth of what god is saying jesus about the holy eucharist for example in john 6 or at the last supper but then the whole of it including genesis i think there is no better explanation for it than to accept it like a child the young earth creation yes. Um, well, that's what that's what uh, marcel lefebvre in his everyone should pick up a copy of his books my spiritual journey 
and he touched on this idea of creation. And he said something, you know, the way Lefebvre spoke. He said very little in some ways, but very much in, in the condensed way that he spoke. And he just said something like, you know, what more can we say? We must just accept Genesis with simple faith. You know, these very serious people get on podcasts or radio or lectures, whatever, and they have degrees out the wazoo, and they've done calculations out the wazoo, and they show that their theories are metaphysically and mathematically bankrupt, yet they still say there must be a reason why what we're doing is not insane. Whereas a simple child can just read the scriptures and go, oh yeah, God made us. Okay, moving on. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, what else could it be, you know? This, the highest science is and has to be theology, and after right. it is metaphysics, followed by the other philosophies. And to have, to have lost all that again because of the Reformation and detachment from Catholic universities mm -hmm. leaves us just floating so people can assert the crazy theories. And evolution is basically, it's partly political, but very much diabolical yes. to separate us from our creator. It makes the creator distant. And unfortunately, why is it that people think once you have the theory of evolution, you've solved the question of creation, which you haven't even addressed. No, you haven't. And you can't, but it gives people that impression because it puts it so far back. Whereas if we believe yeah. what the scriptures tell us and the liturgy celebrates, God the Father is so close to us. He's so close. You right. know, 6,000 years might seem like an awful long time. 2,000 years seems like a long time. But once you learn about, let's say, St. Augustine mm -hmm. and St. Odo and then St. Francis Xavier, you've punctuated that at 500-year gaps. Mm -hmm. it, it bridges the 2,000 years. And then you learn something about King David and mm -hmm. Moses and Abraham, and you're punctuating the time back. So it's through the most human thing for us is to learn other people, learn the, to know other people, their lives. And you bridge the whole way back to Adam and Eve with relatively few people and realize that our nature hasn't changed one bit. Yeah. They, they knew love and sorrow and anger yeah, and self-sacrifice. Yeah. And I think that if you, there is something in your heart ready for self-sacrifice, you will know very quickly, you will recognize who, who's Jeremiah, for example. Um, and you know you have a, a close kinship with him, the, the same father. 